Welcome to the Crosswalk Podcast, where we have been called to carry our cross daily. Here is your host, Paul Fowler. Hey guys, welcome to season two of the Crosswalk Podcast. Whenever I first started this podcast, I never thought that I would do enough to get a season two, but here we are, and I'm trying to make this bigger, I'm trying to make it better, I'm trying to learn as I keep going, and, and just to give y'all a, a better product when it comes to episodes and something that y'all can listen to and enjoy and and hear somebody that has done the work, done the studying and everything. So be praying for me as I continue in this ministry and, and, and praise the Lord that he has even blessed me with this ministry because it's been such an enjoyment to be a part of. So this is the first episode of season two. We're going to continue on uh, episode, this is episode 23 in total. And today's episode, starting off, is about worry. And the reason why I believe that I, uh, I kind of started off with this one is because we just got into a new year. I know it is 14 days into it, two weeks into this new year and everything. But this brings a lot of worry into our lives. For some reason, the the changing of the year just brings so much more, you know, anxiety or stress to us. And I'm I'm telling you right off the bat, I am with you on that. You know, I I go through stress. I go through worry, uh, even though I'm not supposed to. But that's, it happens. It happens. And I want us to go through what the Bible talks to us about worry, what I believe uh, causes worry, and how we can rectify this uh, this idea that, you know, we're human beings. We're going to keep worrying. doesn't matter what anything else says. We're going to worry. It's just a part of our life. And I want you to know that we can be free from worry in Christ. We can be free from it. Doesn't mean we're never going to worry again, but we don't have to be in bondage to it. So let's go ahead and start off uh, with a couple verses. What does the Bible say when it comes to worry? Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. So Paul is speaking to the church of Philippi right there, and he is talking about how why why we shouldn't be worried. He's telling us that that instead of being anxious, instead of worry, pray. And how do we pray? With supplication and thanksgiving and letting our requests be known to God. We have a God that hears our worries, hears our concerns, and gives us peace, which surpasses all understanding. And, and what I love about this, I, I heard this a while back whenever I, was in, whenever I was a youth. I had someone tell me one time, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding only comes in the midst of war. Warfare. Specifically, spiritual warfare. You know, if you're being attacked, 
and pieces over you. Gosh, that, that surpasses understanding. That has to be from God. If you're, being, if you're under a bunch of stress from, from things that are physically happening around you, and peace, that is, that is the peace that surpasses all understanding from God. Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34 says this, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And you not of, are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, and what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So this is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus speaking to us about not being anxious. The Bible does not tell us, uh, try not to be anxious. He tells us, do not be anxious. It is a command. He is telling us to do something or not to do something. We are not to be anxious. Why? Because if God looks at the, the insignificant things... In the grand scope of eternity, the insignificant things like grass growing or, or birds and nests, and they, are, they, they have sufficient um, living, how much more is God going to look out, look out for his own? How much more is he going to provide for his own? So, so this comes with a, a trust in God to provide. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. We are to cast our anxieties to him. Why? Because he cares for us. Because he loves us. In Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Jesus speaks again saying, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I love this because this is the, the one place where Jesus describes himself specifically. Uses descriptive words to describe himself, and he describes himself as gentle and lowly in heart. In other words... Humble, meek. And he tells us his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Anything outside of those two things, I believe we've heaped on ourselves. Is the Christian life easy? No, it's not. 
But a lot of times we, it's hard because we live in a sinful world. And sin has burdened us and we burden ourselves. So where does worry even come from? Why do we even worry about things? I've, I've kind of narrowed it down to four things, and it's not limited to these four things. I don't want you thinking that. But these are the four things that I've kind of come up with. The first thing is a lack of control for the future. Whenever you recognize just how little control we, we truly have for the things of the future, it can cause worry. It's like our hands aren't, aren't sufficient to hold on to much at all. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what next week is going to bring. I don't even know what the next hour is going to bring in my life, really. And so a lack of control for the future. Second, fear of the unknown. Not only do we lack control of the future, we don't even know what the future is going to be about. We don't know what to look forward to, really, because we don't, we don't have that promise for tomorrow. Third, the lack of trust in God. This one is a big one because not a lot of people like to think about it this way, but, but worry does come from a lack of trust in God. You think about it. Think about it. If, I, if, I, if you came to me and asked me for directions and I told you to go this way and go that way and then you'll meet your destination and you're like, okay, got it, and then went a whole different way, obviously you didn't trust my, my instructions. You didn't trust my direction. And that's the same way in, with God. It, we, we hear what he says, but then we go off and, and do the complete opposite. He says, don't worry, and yet we worry. And I'm speaking to myself just as much as anybody else. We stress and we worry and we have anxiety over the things that we usually can't help. And the fourth thing is the lack of patience. In the world we live in today, and, I'm, and this has been happening since the beginning of time, but it gradually gets worse, I believe, is lack of patience. We want things now. We want things done now. And because we don't, we don't want to wait for it, we get anxious for it. So worry has no benefits. It only does harm to us and yet still changes nothing. And yet worry is seen as a natural part of life. Listen to this. I heard... Um, uh, a a, a uh, preacher by the name of Mark Spence give these statistics about worry, and I thought they, they were just baffling. 40% of the things people worry about never happen. 40% never happen. 30% of our worries are related to past matters, which are now beyond our control. So 30% is about us looking backwards to things that, that we can't change. 12% of our worries have to do with our health, even when we are not actually sick. 10% of our worries are about our friends and neighbors and are not based in fact. This means that only 8% of our worries are somewhat based in reality. This also means that 92% of our worries rarely ever happen if they happen at all. It is said that in the Bible, it tells us 365 times in some form or fashion to not worry. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't be concerned. Why? Because it benefits us not. It, it does not benefit us. It actually harms us. 
it actually does a, does a lot of harm to us. Let me read a couple of uh, of things that that can happen to you physically whenever you worry. These are just a few things that I found a list on. I didn't name the entire list, but th- I think this will suffice. These are some health health issues that worry can cause. Can cause insomnia, upset stomach, heart disease, depression, headaches, obesity, high blood pressure, anxiety, tension, fatigue, forgetfulness, difficulty breathing, and also drug and alcohol abuse. Worry points us in directions that does us harm. It, it causes you to, to just to feel like, like the, the walls are closing in on you, and yet does not produce any positive outcomes. It only produces negative so how how do we as Christians refrain from worry? Going back to the list that I said before, if number one, if worry comes from a lack of control for the future, understand that the one who actually does control it is perfect and knows what he is doing. I've heard it said before, I may not know what the future holds but I know who holds the future. If we just look to God to to figure it out, his hands are so much better than mine. Second, fearing of the unknown can cause worry, but once we dive into Scripture and believe it, then we can erase that from our minds. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Dive into Scripture. Let it erase fear. Let it erase worry. Number three, learn to trust in God. His hands are better suited to dealing with my life than my hands are. I make a mess of my life daily, but yet God makes good come from that which is not. Four, we're, we are also to practice patience as Christians. We tend to worry or get anxious because things don't happen in the time frame in which we think they should. God's timing is perfect. Not near perfect. Perfect. We miss the mark daily, but Jesus is the mark. Practice patience in your life. Apply scripture to your life. Don't just read without application. That is, that is of no good. We must read scripture, but we must apply it to life. We must do what Scripture tells us and learn to live a life free from worry and anxiety. But also, I want you, I want you to be aware of this. I want you to give yourself some grace in handling these things. Because life is, it can be tough. It's hard at times. And I want you to have some grace with yourself because God has grace with you. He has mercy towards you. Have those things for yourself as well. Know that you are not perfect, that you and I are imperfect human beings, and we mess up, and yet we never give ourselves grace in our mistakes. We, we look to God to give us grace, and he'll give it to us. 
the one that can hold all of our sins against us, chooses to give us grace, and yet we can't even give it to ourselves. Let us, be, uh, let us understand where we went wrong, but, but show yourself some mercy. Learn from them. Move on. Do not worry about the past, but keep your eyes on Christ. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. We know that there's going to be good coming out of the wicked for those that love God, for those that are called according to his purpose. Let us have that hope and believe God when he says this. Let me read you a couple quotes. John Piper says, Out of the freedom from worry that God's generosity provides comes an impulse towards simplicity rather than accumulation. He's meaning that that once we're free from worry, and that that freedom from worry comes from God's generosity, we no longer try to gain, but we're fine with being simple. Charles Spurgeon, and I love this. This is probably one of my favorite Spurgeon quotes. He says, I, he, he tells us that anxiety does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows, but only empties today of its strength. It... It doesn't make the bad go away. It just makes it worse. Let us be aware of that. And let us be aware that Christ can free us from that. And I'm speaking to myself just as much as anybody else that is listening. Because I need to be freed from worry. I need to be free from concern. I need to be free from anxiety. And only Christ can free us. But give yourself some grace to go through it. Let God bring you through it so that at the end you can glorify him for doing so. Well, thank y'all for for listening. Um, I'm so grateful uh, that y'all have joined me back for season two uh, of this podcast. I pray that you uh, continue uh, to learn and to guide and be guided uh, through this by God. Um, and I just pray that he can use me as a vessel to do so. Uh, I pray that you'll have a wonderful week. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to the Crosswalk Podcast. If you like what you heard, please support this ministry by following on Facebook, Instagram, X, and other social media platforms. You can also reach out by emailing me at thecrosswalkpodcast923 at gmail.com. Thank you again, and until next time, keep walking by faith.